0: Holiday. Happy holiday While the merry bells keep ringing Happy holiday to you
1: Happy
0: holiday, Happy holiday. It's the holiday season Santa Claus is coming round The Christmas snow is white on the ground
1: When old Santa gets into town He'll be coming down the chimney
0: down He'll be coming down the
2: chimney
3: down Well, Andy, it's that time of year again When the garland is hung, the tree goes up And all the games come out (laughs) That's right. It's that special time of year when we get together with friends and family, celebrate the year that's been, look forward to the year ahead, and play lots of games. <laughs> all right, we get the picture. But in all seriousness, <laughs> the most important part of the holidays for us has always been
4: family. You bet, Casey. We have shared so many swell holiday memories with each other of our families, and of course, with our own family, our brothers and sisters, mom and
3: dad. I'll say, we were lucky to spend so many holidays surrounded by the warmth of
4: family. And how better to celebrate than to bring our family to you on this, our first holiday special. So, grab a cup of nog, put another log on the fire, gather around,
3: and bring out those games. <laughs> As we celebrate together in Casey, Casey and Andy's, Andy's family, family Holiday, holiday Special. special.
4: It's Casey and Andy's Family Holiday Special, brought to you by Kenner Toys. It's Kenner, it's fun. And by Pillsbury Plus. There's pudding in the mix with special guest stars, Anita, Jennifer, Tony Loop, and the Loop Sisters. And all the Loop Kids featuring Patrick, Jackson, Lorenzo, and Valentina, and the three E's. Elliot, Emma, and Ethan, as well as a surprise guest or two, and now, your hosts, Casey and Andy.
3: Thank you, thank you. Well, Andy, our gaming has come a long way since we were little kids back in Ohio. Andy and I played so many games with the family, with mom and dad. Uh, yeah,
4: yeah. there's nothing like thinking about Christmas's past, where mom and dad would Mom would be busy in the kitchen clanking around in there and Dad would be sitting in his recliner and we'd all gather together for a game at the table and we'd look over at Dad and say, You wanna play? And he'd kind of shake his head no. <laughs> but then every now and then every now and then he'd jump in. Yeah. One of the ones that I remember him playing was Gambler. I don't know, that was an old Milton Bradley game where he had this interesting mm. shaker with dice in it. And he was he was pretty shrewd, you know. He would <laughs> he really take <taking> chances <laughs> and hoarding that money, so that was fun gathering around that game. And as soon as we got out boggle yeah. or any of those kind of word games, mom would come running from the yep. kitchen. And I remember, um, I remember one game we got was
3: the Mork and Mindy game. <laughs> remember that with the little foam it eggs? Has, yeah, it had had foam eggs. That's right, <laughs> <laughs> right. And I and I remember just whenever we would pull out a game out of the game closet, everybody would jump to that table. And we, and if you picture it, we, we're. Uh, the two youngest of six kids. Yeah, yeah. So we all had our places around the table. So we had a big table with leaves in it and, uh, you know, that it could seat eight people. And so it was a great
4: gaming table. Yeah, that's right. That's right. It was It was special. And, and you know, kind of share some of those memories right now. We're going to invite some of our family in to tell us a little bit about some of their memories uh, from Christmas on our holiday special. Yeah, let's start with uh, the oldest in the family, the
3: oldest kid, uh, Anita. Anita.
5: I have so many happy and fun memories of playing board games with my family. The most recent one I could think of was when Casey and Andy came down after Christmas, stayed at a bed and breakfast. We were playing a card game named Taco Cat Goat Cheese Pizza. I just remember laughing so hard at some of the antics that occurred. One of them being that you had to act like a narwhal I just remember laughing so much. It was so much fun. Thank you, Casey and Andy, for giving me these memories.
3: You're welcome. And thank you, Anita. Taco Cat Goat Cheese Pizza. Always a a favorite. And Anita is so fun to play games with. She just giggles the
4: whole time. All right, let's continue with our next oldest sister, Monica.
6: When thinking about Christmas's past as they relate to gaming, our family was always into gaming. It was really the fabric that kept us all together during the holidays. There were individual games that you got and then there were family games. Two individual games that I had that I really enjoyed were Mystery Date. Yes, it's the same one as the lady talks about on Santa Claus, and Head of the Class because I was always into school stuff. But probably one of my favorite games was the game of Risk. And my siblings would know that if the Risk game came out, that Monica was going to be the pink army because that was my army. And uh, I enjoyed it. It kind of represented the geography and history side that I liked. So I remember playing Risk. Of course, it was a very long game. Sometimes we were up until the early hours of the morning and then go to bed and pick it up the next night. But Risk was one of my favorites.
3: Yeah, we've talked about risk on this show before and how uh, you were always the black army. That's right. I was the black plague. Yes, and Monica, <laughs> definitely very competitive gamer, Monica. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, she would win risk a lot. It's, it's interesting to me that she remembers these games about things that she was drawn to. Like she was, she was a teacher, still is, uh, was a principal of a high school. She loved history. She taught social studies and things like that. So it's interesting that those are the games that stuck out to her.
4: And she could pronounce most of the names of the countries on the risk map (laughs) when we were always like, what? That's true. Kim Chit, what what is that? Ah, yeah. Great memories. (laughs) So let's move on
3: to the next youngest in the family. And that of course is our brother, Tony.
7: Okay, I do remember one time where we were playing charades and dad picked up my guitar and put on a wig from mom and played Elvis Presley, he imitated him. And another time we were playing charades and the movie was called Raid on Entebbe and he had imitated a raid can by pushing down his head and spraying the rodent, the I don't know, the roaches or whatever to kill him. He's hilarious when he gets going.
4: Yeah, that's right. I remember that very, very well. Raid on Entebbe is, a, I, I, I don't know how popular it is, but a World War II movie I guess, and um, <laughs> and uh, Dad, as opposed he, he did Raid by pushing his head down and being a giant Raid can. Raid, of course, being a insect control uh, <laughs> propellant. <laughs> uh, it was a good memory. Uh, we'll always remember that. But It's interesting
3: that, you know, we did play a lot of board games, but we also just played other games like charades, and like we were talking about dad getting up from his recliner to maybe oh, come play a game with you guys. But then he'd play gambler and be really shrewd. Then he'd mm-hmm. stand up to play charades. And all
4: of a sudden he was hilarious. Yeah, exactly. You know? And he oftentimes didn't have a choice because we would play charades in the living room. And that's where he sat. So, <laughs> trying to watch. Trying to watch TV. So we would turn the TV off and play charades. And he'd have no choice but to join <laughs> So Great memory, Tony. Great memory. All right. Next is my big sis. Uh, the one that's closest to me in age, and that's my sister, TC.
5: My favorite Christmas gaming memory is more about the experience than a specific game. When we were younger, one of our Santa gifts was a family game. December 26th was game day. Whether it was shoots and Ladders, Battleship, Bork and Mindy to Dark Tower, the new game was always the first game we played. We would put the extra leaves into the dining room table and play games all day and sometimes into the night there was lots of food, lots of laughter, especially with dad and his dry wit and humor and wonderful family time. As we got older, and if Andy and Casey and their families were able to come to town, the gaming and family time continued. There were a list of games to be played and who won. Even during COVID, we got together over Zoom to play games together. Last year was rather emotional for me since Adam bought our childhood home. We gathered there to play some games. It's awesome. We have come full circle to pass this wonderful family tradition to our kids. It's Christmas time again. Let the games begin.
3: Uh, TC is a gamer. She loves to play games with everyone. In fact, I have one of my favorite uh, board game memories was when TC was having Adam, her son. My wife Jennifer and I were there waiting to take her to the hospital. And we were playing a game, Triple Yahtzee. And she was having contractions and we were timing the contractions. And if you've ever had a baby, you know that less than five minutes, it's time to go to the hospital. Well, her contractions were less than five minutes, but we weren't done with the game yet and she was winning. And so... We would be rolling dice, and she would have to pause and time her contraction, write it down, and then get right back to the game. Of
4: course, she won the game, and then we're like, let's go to the hospital. (laughs)
3: You're going to have a baby.
4: And then, of course, uh, she had Adam. She said that um, Adam had bought our family home uh, once it had kind of been out of of the family for a little bit. Last year, we did play a game there, so it has come full circle. My memory of TC, though, is a little different than yours, uh, and also, I guess, several of our other uh, siblings— is the game Pit. Oh, Um, man. (laughs) So I'm pretty sure TC gets pretty intense when she plays, as well as Monica. And Pit, if anybody hasn't heard, Pit is a game of real-time trading where you trade cards to try to get all of the same uh, grain uh, in your hand. Um, There's all kinds of grain. So uh, Pit is a real high-intensity game, and there's a bell in the middle of the table (laughs) that if you get it, you (laughs) ring it. Um, I just remember the bell flying off the table at times because it was so intense. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, maybe TC should have gone into the stock market. Good memories. You know, Casey, all that reminiscing has me longing for the old days. Yeah, I know what you mean.
0: Snowballs in the backyard, peanut brittle on the table, chestnuts roasting on an open fire, Jack Frost nipping at your nose.
1: Merry
0: Christmas to you.
4: case, that was amazing, reminiscing about the old days, and, and we still play games with our immediate family, but, you know, right now, we've carried that tradition on to our current families that we both have, right? That's right. Both my boys love board games,
3: and their friends do, too. And, uh, Andy, we send you pictures of almost every board
4: game we play. That's right. That's right. And we play all different kinds of games because we have all different kinds of age levels and interests in our immediate families. Um, and so... Let's hear a little bit from our families about their favorite memories of maybe more recent Christmases and games that we've played. Great idea, Andy. We can all sit around this fire
3: and have a little chat with our better halves As they've been waiting patiently backstage, please welcome to the stage to have this fireside chat, my wife, Jennifer. Hello. Thanks for being here. So I've got to ask, I mean, you and I play games with the boys, but uh, did you ever play board games with your family?
2: We weren't a huge, like, board gamer family, but, I mean, we played cards growing up. I just remember always the uh, old mage and Remy, mm-hmm. you know, what all of that. But um, not until you came into the family <laughs> did we get into all the uh, more board games, but my side of the family, we used to play a game called, that I loved, Great Dalmoody.
3: Ah, the Great Dalmoody. Yes.
2: And it was especially um, funny because my dad collected uh, Western memorabilia, so he had all these hats cuz you have to wear hats with that game.
3: Yeah, part of the game is the the lesser Dalmoodies, the ones that don't score the best have to wear the stinky hats and the great Dalmoody who's like the king wears the great right. poopaw. And your dad had the best hats, those Oh,
2: he has like this fur literally <sighs> a dead coyote on your head hide. <laughs> bizarre (laughs) but yeah western memorabilia stuff yeah so the great down mooney had to wear this animal on your head
3: what about gaming with my family
2: with your family i i mean i literally can't remember the exact first game i played with them because there have been so many but i do remember sitting down at your parents house and playing headbands with Anita, your sister Anita, <laughs> and her giggling, and I just, it was just so fun Headbands, and funny. Headbands, you,
3: you, you put a card on your head, and you have to like... Yeah,
2: you don't know what the card says.
3: Right, and everybody's trying to give you the clues. Yeah, it's really funny.
2: And I, it was silly and uh, just really fun and simple, and I loved it. As far as with our boys, I think my favorite, though, has mm-hmm. to be um, Cosmic Cows. <laughs> Cosmic so, Cows. Yeah, it's just fun to look at because they're these little cow figures. That are being sucked up by UFOs. Right, yes. by a, like you can't get in the tractor beam.
3: Right. <laughs> it's a, so It's really funny. Game.
2: Really fun, really funny, and we loved it. We played it over and over and over and over.
3: And now Jennifer's game is, and it's a great one to introduce people to bigger gaming, is, of course, Ticket to Ride.
2: Oh, I love Ticket to Ride. Yeah, it's a great game. I'm not a big sit-down-and-play game for 6 hours, strategic kind of game, so this is a a nice longer game, but not... Mm It's pretty, and uh, I just like it. It's fun. It is strategic. You feel like like you're traveling. Yeah, I love it.
3: Well, thanks for being on Casey and Andy's family holiday special.
2: Thank you. Thanks for having me, honey.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Anytime. And now, a quick word from our sponsor... Kenner. From Kenner's Star Wars The Empire Strikes
0: Back collection, it's Millennium Falcon that you've put together. Batteries not included.
8: Nice landing, Han Solo. Uh Uh-oh, come on Chewbacca, stormtroopers are coming. Action
0: figures each sold separately.
8: Got him on radar. I'll fire the laser cannon. There's even a
0: hidden storage hatch.
8: Ready for takeoff. Jump to light speed. We're gone. On to the Death Star.
0: Millennium Falcon from Kenner's Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back collection. Action figures each sold separately.
3: Welcome back to Casey and Andy's Family Holiday Special. Here we are around the fire, and Andy, I think it's time for your guest. Welcome to the show, everybody,
4: my wife, Anita. Well, hello, and welcome to the show,
3: Anita.
9: Hi, it's good to be back.
4: (laughs) So we're looking forward to the holidays together and our nice, cozy Christmas. And I was wondering if there was anything you wanted to share about some of our shared experiences or memories together for holiday gaming together as a family.
9: Yeah, well, we have so many memories, of course, to, to scan through um, in terms of thinking of things to share because uh, we play a lot of games. and That we do. We have many different uh, get-togethers with family over the years. Um, so I have a good library of memories, but one that comes to the front of my mind as I think about it is uh, a couple of years ago when we were staying at the fondly named green eggs and ham house in <laughs> that's ohio right. that's right which is the airbnb that we rented a few times to uh for all for all our family to stay in together or part of the family i suppose You our family and then casey's family and his kids um we played a lot of games that weekend obviously um but one distinct memory i have is a huge group of us i don't even know how many of us there were there must have been more than more than 10 people maybe 12 yeah playing werewolf one night ultimate werewolf i think it was
4: that's right one night ultimate werewolf i remember
9: and the thing that i remember distinctly about that well a couple of things actually one is just the kind of broad range of ages of everyone because our children were pretty small you know pretty young then and all the way up to the in in between kids and then obviously all the adults so it was a real broad range of ages and um just seeing everyone having so much fun and almost like a nervousness about playing the game as well which i thought was really interesting because for some people you know having to lie or pretend isn't very comfortable (laughs)
4: that's right it's also an easy game because it tells you what to do there's an app that tells you you know, the different roles and what you need to do in the game.
9: Right. And so at the beginning of the game, when everybody closes their eyes, the app is telling the werewolves to then open their eyes. And there's this interesting kind of feeling of excitement. Like if you're, if you're not the werewolf and you've got your eyes closed, you're wonder, of course you're wondering who is it that's opening their eyes. <laughs> and then if you are the werewolf you open your eyes and you can see the other person who's the werewolf and so you're kind of giving the, each other the, the nod so to speak.
4: I remember Jennifer was really good at, at lying and she was the werewolf once and nobody suspected yeah. her because she was so innocent and sweet and yes. so you got to watch out for Jennifer in yeah, those circumstances. that's were,
9: right. <laughs> that's
4: right. That was a great memory. Yeah. Uh, one of my memories I wanted to share and we I think we share this too is um, when we had all our children over to our house uh, with their significant others and we all played Pie Face together. Oh
9: my gosh, yes. Yeah, remember and if you that.
4: remember and it was um, it was interesting because it does have this little bit of tension uh, to it, where you you do that you turn the knob, and uh, there's whipped cream. We used a Dream Whip, if I remember, a Dream Whip uh, canister, and we would put it on there, and you turn a knob, and it makes this almost clicking sound, and then at some point randomly it puts the pie right into your face because you lean over and it kinda goes in your face if it releases. So that was a fun memory too because it was very tension filled. But also Valentina was kinda young and I think if I remember correctly she was kinda scared she of it. She was very right?
9: scared, yeah. And and it was a unique experience because it was really funny. But I also really felt for her because I could see she was genuinely fearful of it. But it was just so unique because it was such a funny moment and everyone was you know, laughing, and it was, it's so silly. It's <laughs> it just was. such a silly situation. It so was. It was unique, um, a unique experience to kind of uh, have humour in that as well. You yeah. Know, the fact that she was scared, and it reminds me, like that tension that you describe in that game, in that feeling of anticipation about, about what's just about to happen, um, reminds me of a game that I used to play when I was a kid called Buckaroo, <laughs> and it's a donkey, and you put little plastic. Mm, I don't know what you would call them, like accessories. I suppose you hang
1: oh these yes. individual
9: plastic accessories, and you put <laughs> one thing on, and you're waiting to see if it if it's the you know the straw that breaks the camel's back, so to speak, um, if it's going to make it buckaroo and then when it buckaroos it all, kind the, of, stuff all the
4: stuff flies off of it goes
9: <laughs> flying off and so it's that same feeling of anticipation that it could happen at any moment you know and yes it's being held in that moment of anticipation which is really unique um to those types of uh interactive that's games. a great
4: memory i had not heard that one from you before that's great that's great anything you're looking forward to playing this year any, any yes. games yes that you um love?
9: i do i do like to play junk art Uh, Um, Oh, yeah. But I feel like you have to be careful where you play that.
4: (laughs) Not a wobbly table. So (laughs) I feel that
9: possibly standing up at the kitchen counter might be the best place to play that. (laughs) Maybe. Rather than the dining table, because as soon as someone gets up to go and get a drink or whatever they need to do, there's a chance it could all be over. Um, And I haven't played Azul in a really long time. It's been a few years since I've played Azul. Yeah. Um, So I think that would be... That would be a fun one. I don't think I've ever played that one with you. So Yeah, um, that's right. That's right. Yeah, that might be a fun one to revisit a little bit more my pace, as you know.
4: Yeah. Nice um, and slow and calm and puzzly. That's right. That's it. Um, <laughs> uh well great. Well can't wait. It's gonna we're gonna get started here soon with the holidays and, and people will be coming over and and we'll be sharing that gaming time together and all the memories and making new memories together. So hey, thanks for being here and uh, and enjoy the rest of the show.
9: Thank you. Um, And then I'll just add that we're going to stay at a new Airbnb this year, not the Green Eggs and Ham House, because that's no longer available. Um, So new memories to be made in a new Airbnb, so we'll see what the gaming situation looks like. It's got a big dining table downstairs, so I think we'll be in good shape.
4: (laughs) Excellent. Okay. Thanks, Woody.
3: And now, one of the biggest gamers in the family.
7: Please welcome my oldest son. This is Patrick board games are a huge part of our christmas um i think my favorite thing about it is that we always just play so many board games on christmas and so we gift board games to each other and and when we open <laughs> gifts from each other on christmas there's bound to be at least a few board games and my i think my favorite memories are always from the day after or maybe christmas afternoon where once we're done with, you know, the morning Christmas and having a nice lunch, we'll sit down and play new board games that we opened. And, and, and it means a lot to get certain games from, from family as well. I think my favorite memory of getting a board game from on Christmas is... I opened one from my Uncle Andy, and it was a game that we had played as a family a long time, like a, a few years ago, probably called Ethnos that I loved so much, but it was out of print, so he couldn't buy it anywhere. But he had found a way to get it and he sent it to me on Christmas. So when I opened it up, I was just, you know, it was just a great gift. And so we all sat down um, in a couple hours and sat down with Ethnos and played a big game on Christmas afternoon. And memories like that are just a huge part of our Christmas tradition.
4: Ah, great memories. Thank you, son, Andy. All right. Well, now uh, we have one of the biggest gamers that we know, loves the tough games, but is no less enthusiastic about playing cool family games all in at Christmas time. Let's welcome to the stage into the show my eldest son,
10: Elliot.
11: Oh man, aside from the many Christmases spent opening up Magic the Gathering booster packs and and building decks around those, I'd say Two of the biggest memories I have with gaming at Christmas time with family has to probably be playing the original Robo Rally with my uncle Casey and my dad around 2007 I think it was in Oklahoma. Uh, it was great. We spent all day playing. People kept uh, you know dying and rebooting and uh, you know all the chaos just ensued uh, and it was awesome. And I, I will never forget that experience. Uh, that programming game is is near and dear to my heart. Uh, another one is the original Dark Tower, and that one is just a classic for me. And uh, it's always, I'm always happy when my dad or my brother break it out so we can play it. Um, and yeah, those are some of my fondest Christmas gaming memories.
3: Oh, Robo Rally, gotta love that. Thank you, Elliot. And another brilliant gamer who, by the way, was uh, top four in Pokemon in the state of Oklahoma when he was nine years old. <laughs> yes, this is Kenneth Jackson.
4: Come on out, Kenneth.
10: I do remember a couple of Christmases ago when we were at the Green Eggs and Ham House in Dayton with all of our family. We uh, sat down and played this game called Detective, and uh, we were probably there for five hours, all of us, at least five to six people with pens and papers, writing down everything, trying to solve a mystery, and be a, we're being a detective in this case. And at the end, you're supposed to uh, take a test and see how far you've gone, and it's about 4 a.m., and we're like, okay, I think we, I think we solved the case. I think we know who the murderer is. And we uh, sit down to take the test, and we're on there clicking who we think it is, what we think they've done, and and uh, it's so late, everyone's there talking about their notes, and we uh, we got 14% correct. And I remember all of us sitting there just in disbelief, as we uh, we thought we were good. We thought, well, we are. We all are gamers. We're good at games, and that one just stumped us. as... All of us are sitting there, and there was about probably 15 of us doing it, and it just, it was awesome.
4: It was awesome. And thank you, Kenneth Jackson, for bringing up what's not my favorite memory of Christmas has gone by, because it was my idea to play detective that night, and, well, I guess I'll never hear the end of it. (laughs) And now, Casey, two very special guests and newlyweds. For the first time together on our show, as husband and wife, let's welcome emma and nick
8: i can always remember playing dark Tower around christmas time with my dad and my family i would say that it's just like a really charming game overall especially the vintage effect that it has i know that they just revamped the game and a lot of people like the revamp of it but i honestly loved playing the classic version um, it just made me kind of feel connected to my dad. It's always like very exciting to play that game because of the mystery of it all. And even though it's vintage, you can tell that the technology at the time was very new and upcoming. Um, so, yeah.
11: When I was growing up in my high school and college days, every Christmas Eve, uh, I would celebrate with my own family. And then when our celebrations were over, I would head over to my best friend's house, gather around his kitchen table with his sister, his parents, and his grandparents, and we would all play dominoes. Before I ever sat down to play with them, I always thought dominoes were only good for setting up in cool paths and knocking them over. Uh, but no, it turns out that the game of dominoes can be very strategic, can get very political, it can get heated. I remember his sweet grandma, whenever someone would make a good move, she'd go, ooh, what a vulgar display of power. <laughs> so yeah, that uh, that phrase right there, it describes what dominoes can truly be. If you've never given it a chance, check it out. I, to this day, have my own set. I love teaching people who've never played how to play it. So check it out.
4: Great, great memories, you two. I have to say that the sounds of the 1983 version of Dark Tower echoing through the house, uh, that says everything about Christmas and playing together as a family. And hey, dominoes! Uh, I think we mentioned it on, on our show previously. What a great way to bring the family together. And it's more than just a toy that you get to knock down. <laughs> Thanks for those memories, you two. Ah, those are great. And
3: we've got some more gamers that we want to hear from. Uh, another one of Andy's children and his girlfriend. Andy, want to give them a little introduction?
4: And now it's time to welcome to the show two groovy kids who are playing all the latest board games and having a great time doing it. Please welcome Ethan and Sammy.
7: What's up, y'all? my favorite holiday game tradition it's not a game per se but it's the entire concept of the game list so in my family we have a chalkboard that we write down all the games you want to play during that holiday break every person writes down one maybe two and by the end of the break we try to play all of them we rarely do but you know it's fun to dream big we also write down who wins all of those games Ooh, and sometimes we even have a die We give every game a a number and we roll a die, and that determines what game we play. It's really fun, and it's something I look forward to every single holiday break.
8: My favorite Christmas board game memory would have to be that my family has made a tradition of playing the game Pandemic every year, which is a co-op board game in which a virus is spreading throughout the world, and each person is assigned a character with special abilities to help cure the disease, but this has become a tradition because we infamously cannot play the game correctly (laughs) in that like the first year we played, we thought we had to fully eradicate the disease instead of just curing it. So we lost and we were like, oh man, well, next time we'll play it right. And so then the next year we were like, okay, we only have to cure it, but then we won't realize the full potential of someone's special ability. And so we're like, ah, dang it, this could have been so helpful. And so, like, every year it's like we're trying to remember what we fixed the year prior. But it's fun and silly because, you know, it's become a tradition. So that's my favorite.
4: Ah, Nothing Says the Holidays like that Christmas game list that goes up every year. So special. And I can't wait to see what's on it this year. And hey, Nothing Says Holiday with the Families like stopping a global pandemic (laughs) thank you for that memory as well (laughs) that is a funny memory thank you ethan and sammy well before
3: we get to our final two guests of the evening and the youngest guests on stage tonight and maybe another song andy if you're up for it would you like to hear a song (laughs) all right all right well one more word from our fabulous sponsor
8: when did you start baking from scratch? It's not scratch, Mom. It's new Pillsbury Plus. A yellow cake this firm could only be from scratch. It's Pillsbury Plus.
6: A cake this moist could only be from scratch. A cake this rich could only be
8: from scratch. It's Pillsbury Plus. The plus is pudding. Mm. Putting right in the mix to add that moistness. Mmm, rich flavor. New
6: Pillsbury Plus, huh? Looks like scratch has met its match.
3: Thank you so much. Welcome back to Casey and Andy's family holiday special. And once again, thanks to our sponsors. We couldn't do this without you, Kenner and Pillsbury. There's pudding in the mix. And I know my brother's excited about our final two guests tonight, Andy.
4: I can't wait to have them out here. They've been looking forward to appearing on our show uh, for quite a long time now. Both at the same time, I'm gonna invite them on to the onto the show to have a little sit-down chat. That's Lorenzo and Valentina, my youngest children. All right, welcome to the show, Lorenzo and Valentina. It's so pleased to have you here on Casey and Andy's holiday special. And I know that at this time of year, it's getting pretty exciting, right? You guys are getting excited about uh, the big day coming up, right?
10: Yes, very much, (laughs) very much.
4: (laughs) Well, you know, we're here reminiscing about family and games and wondering uh, if you had any special memories you wanted to share with the the folks out there. Uh, Lorenzo, what about you?
10: One of the memories that I've had was about last year, and we were in a hotel room, and we played a game with my Aunt Nita called Stay Cool. And <laughs> I remember that. It it got crazy, and it was one of the funnest loop board game experiences I've ever had. <laughs> that's the game where you have to ask
4: the person, two people ask the person questions at the same time, right? And they have to roll dice and answer questions by spelling things out on dice, right?
10: Yes, that, that's that's precisely, but it was <laughs> so fun, because it was us sitting around a coffee table, Aunt Nita in like an armchair, and we were on a couch, and then there was a like another armchair that was in the corner that we pulled up, and we were all sitting around this small coffee table playing a board game, and it was like very loop ambiance.
4: Yeah, that was special. I remember him being really cozy in the hotel room, too. What about you, Valentina? Do you have any special memories from Christmas and playing games?
2: Um, Yes, I do. When we were, when I was really young, I was like four or five years old. Um, it was really cozy, and we stayed in what my family calls the Green Eggs and Ham House. And <laughs> That's
4: because it's green, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and we sat around this big table and played one of my favorite games, Just One. <clears throat> and we um, had so much fun, and it was just really cozy because... Christmas was awesome, and I just love the feeling um, in December of Christmas coming.
4: And Just Just One is a game where almost everybody in our family can play at the same time, right?
1: Yeah, it has a lot of people.
4: It has a lot, yeah, like 10 or 12 people. It's amazing. Oh, that sounds so cool. That makes me want to play that again, you guys. <laughs> I have to say, it's really, really a pleasure to have you on the show. Thanks for coming by. These are two special gamers that are going to be gaming their whole life. So everybody give a big round of applause for Lorenzo and Valentina. Uh, thanks for joining us again on the holiday special, you guys.
2: Yeah, it's, it's really pleasure. fun.
3: I just have to say, it means so much to me and Andy, of course, to have all of us together in one place at this time.
4: Well, I don't know about you, but I'm anxious to get started on all the festivities. How about you, Casey? (laughs) Boy, you said it.
3: And all those great games we get to play. And how. But for now, it's time to sign off and wish everyone out there in TV land a happy holidays and glad new year from Anyone's Game
4: Game with with Casey and and Andy. And here's hoping everyone plays games this holiday that anyone can play. It's the holiday season.
0: The holiday season. So
1: whoop-de-doo. And Dickery Dock. And don't forget to hang up your sock. Because just exactly at 12 o'clock, he'll be coming
2: down the chimney. Coming down the chimney. Coming down the chimney, down,
0: the chimney. down. Happy Holidays.
4: This has been Casey and Andy's Family Holiday Special, live from Studio City in Hollywood, California, brought to you by Kenner and by Pillsbury Plus. Stay tuned on the CBS channel for the Incredible Hulk at 8, followed by The Dukes of Hazard Christmas Special.